This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 111. This episode of Life-Changing Wellness is brought to you by Wakanaga, the makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, quality supplements that are backed by science for heart health, immune support, and more. I have personally taken their fine products for more than 25 years, and you should too. So check them out at kyolic.com or find them at your favorite natural health store. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today, rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on radiomd.com slash drbond. Well, my guest this week is the founder and director of Tanglewood Wellness Center in Costa Rica, Lauren Lockman. He began studying the relationship between nutrition and health in 1977, vegan since 1987, raw vegan since 1991, and a fasting expert and health coach since 1992. Lauren has coached more than 10,000 clients through water fast, healthy eating, and general health and wellness. Lauren has been living off the land within a permaculture-based community for the past 20 years and advocates only a fruit-based diet. Nature has shown him time and time again that there are no exceptions to this rule. After a three-year struggle with medicine, he got himself well within six months on a raw vegan fruitarian diet. Now, 59 years of age, Lauren hasn't been or hasn't had a sick day in 31 years and can teach you simple, effective ways to regenerate and preserve optimum health. Lauren is enthusiastic to assist in the renaturing of humanity. And this week, we are going to be talking about fasting to heal detox and cleanse the body especially we're going to have a discussion on water fasting so you're going to enjoy that one so welcome to the show lauren thanks so much it's great to be here well i want to kind of kick this uh interview off with you because you are from what i've read you are really one of the foremost experts when it comes to fasting and the human body is self-cleansing self-healing and you know, through your journey of health, how did you come to learn that the human body is self-cleansing and self-healing? Well, to be honest, I think I learned it the, the hard way, the way that so many people do. You know, and, and my, my experience was I got out of school. I wound up uh, getting very sick within about six months, chronic fatigue, irritable bowel syndrome, chronic candidiasis, um, uh, systemic uh, chronic sinusitis, and I developed 57 allergies. I'd never been allergic to anything. Oh, my gosh. And within a, within a few months, I found myself pretty much unable to function. I was, I was in bed most of the time. Uh, it was, you know, three years of, of hell. And I didn't really know at the time. I, I, this was outside of Washington, D.C. It's pretty conservative from a health standpoint. All I knew was conventional medicine. You know, at the time, if you can think back, this was uh, 36 years ago. Um, most doctors, certainly in my area, believed that chronic fatigue wasn't real, that candida didn't exist or wasn't a problem, that irritable bowel syndrome wasn't real. And so I wasn't really getting any help. I was getting medicated for sinusitis. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, the antibiotics, which, you know, of course, have a place at times can save people's lives, oh, yeah. but, but used willy-nilly can just destroy the immune system. And so I took multiple courses of antibiotics over the course of three years. I was just getting weaker and sicker all the time. And finally, I, I didn't really know where to turn. 
I walked away from medicine. I went back to nutrition, which I had started studying, as you said, back in 77. I was 15 at the time, 76. And quickly realized I was already doing everything conventional nutrition said I should do. And so ultimately, because I, I wasn't aware that there were other people out there, other specialists who might have been able to help me, I didn't really know what to do except take it upon myself. I, you know, I'd always been very close to nature. I grew up in the woods uh, in a beautiful community outside of Washington with lots of, of woods around our house. And I spent as much time as I could in nature. And it occurred to me that species in nature were much healthier than most people. And I started thinking about the connection between nature and health, how there, there must be a natural diet, a natural way to live, and how we've taken ourselves away from that. And so it involved self-study. You know, it took me years to figure some things out. I made lots of mistakes initially. But even my initial forays into it, by simply realizing from, from my my perspective that you know, if you look at the bodies of animals that eat animals, they have completely different physiology and, and uh, anatomy than we do. So I gave up animal products, I gave up all processed foods, and I saw amazing changes in just six months. Um, then I began fasting and saw even more things begin to happen. And so it's you know it's been an amazing journey since then. In fact, I apologize because I'm sure I supplied. Uh, my assistant with the information you got, it's a little out of date. I've, it's actually been more than 12,000 okay. people, more than 12,000 wow, okay. people. And it's been 33 years that I haven't been sick. So we, wow. we've seen incredible things happen here. Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't, I haven't been sick in 12 that I remember. And well, that's awesome. You know, when it comes to fasting, a couple of years ago, I did a three week juice fast. And my uh -huh. gosh, I felt I was never hungry. I felt like a million bucks. I had a ton of energy. And, you know, and, and I would I would juice. I'm thinking that it was, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to think. I think it was 32 to 64 ounces at a time. And it would take me a while to get through that. And then I would do it again uh, at, towards the end of the day. So I knew that I was getting a good half gallon to a gallon of juice that I r made myself. I mean, I didn't go buy it. Right. I mean, I actually would go buy the fruits and the vegetables and, exactly. and I would juice those. And I mean, I felt fantastic. And people were always asking me, were you ever hungry? I said, I never thought about food. I mean, my body was getting yeah. drenched in enzymes that I was cool with that. And, uh, and I lost, exactly. I think, I think I lost 17 pounds in those three weeks but I felt great. And then from then on, I would, you know, just juice in the morning just to get all that into my body because it was just so amazing. And yeah, but what, but what I'm wanting to learn, because I had a friend of mine ask me about water fasting and he was telling me about all of these things that he was reading about how amazing it is, how it resets the body. So that's right. Because I've never had anyone on the show explain water fasting, and you seem to be one of the big experts. Explain to us the difference between what the body goes through when it's, you know, let's say juice fasting, for example, and then sure, versus sure. water fasting. Absolutely. And let me, let me start by explaining um, briefly that I, I understand exactly where you're coming from because my experience was very similar. Uh, one of the things I, I stumbled onto was this idea of, of juice fasting, drinking juices. And I began to do that 
before I ever discovered water fasting. And so, in fact, I did my, my last juice fast was 120 days, only juices. And I felt like you did. Uh, and then I, then I heard about water fasting, did some reading, tried, tried a week, and I couldn't believe how much more powerful it was and how much more benefit I got. Now, I should clarify, I didn't feel as good while I was fasting, water fasting, as I did while drinking juice. Right. And I'll explain the difference. Okay. okay. So first of all, uh, and you know, not to take anything away from the process. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll share with you that I'm no longer such keen advocate of juice fasting for various reasons. But mm-hmm. the, the big difference is that when we are drinking juices, we are drinking something which contains both calories and nutrients. And so I think we can probably agree that your body, you know, the body is doing less work digesting food when right. it's in juice form than when it is when it's in whole form. And so by, by liberating some energy, the body has more energy to cleanse and heal. Now, one of the reasons that we feel good when drinking juices, you know, if you're drinking green juices, mm. um, greens, dark green leaves are, are the, the greatest concentration of protein per calorie of anything we can eat, more than meat, more than wow. anything, right? So about 50% of the calories from dark green leaves are, are protein. When you drink juices, it's concentrated, and concentrated protein acts as a stimulant. If you're drinking uh, fruit juices, carrot or beet juices, you're getting concentrated sugar. In the absence of fiber, that sugar is absorbed quickly into the system, and so we feel energized because we're literally boosting our blood sugar. Right? If you look at the glycemic load, for instance, of orange juice, it's roughly three times as high as the glycemic load of a whole orange. Okay, so that's what happens as a result of juicing. Now, when we look at water-only fasting on the other side, and, and from now on, if, you know, just to save time, I'll just call it fasting, right? Fasting versus drinking juices. We talk about fasting, there are specific beneficial physiological changes, a whole cascade of things that happen in the absence of calories and nutrients. And for instance, I'm, you're obviously familiar with the term autophagy. Yes. Yep. Okay, for those people listening who may, who may not know it, this comes from the Greek autoselfphagy uh, eat. So autophagy means self-eat, and it's the body eliminating, consuming uh, anything it doesn't want to get rid of it. You know, taking anything useful, using it as energy, taking any nutrients, but, but eliminating the waste. And we, the body will eliminate tumors, uh, fibroids, you know, any kind of material that doesn't belong the body eliminates this way. So as you may or may not be aware, the 2016 Nobel Prize for Medicine went to a Japanese PhD, not an MD, he was a PhD, but it was for his 25 or so years worth of work around autophagy. And one of his his major discoveries was that it's much more efficient and much more effective, as they say in science sometimes, in starvation, in the absence of processing food. So when we're fasting, the body is is detoxifying at a dramatically accelerated rate as to what happens when we are consuming anything, including juices. Okay, we also see a, a huge influx of human growth hormone, which is called the youthing hormone. Right now, obviously, someone can go take HGH supplements, but the problem is, no matter how good or smart their doctor is, can he calculate as well as the body, what the body's needs are? I think the answer is always no. The, the body always knows everything, right? Right. So 
there, there's all these these things going on. I mean, it's 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 literally amazing. And perhaps the best way to illustrate what, what happens is to share some stories with you because there are things we we literally see what most people would call miracles here all the time. Now, medicine says hypertension uh, is something you live with for the rest of your life. You take medication for the rest of your life, and it's it's incurable. We so far have worked with more than 400 hypertensive clients, and every single one of them, except one, completed their process with their blood pressure below normal. The one who didn't get it below normal was in his 70s and went from 176 to 126, which means he reduced his risk of heart attack or stroke by about 100%. Wow. It was still a bit high, but... Right? Yeah, but, but, but one, dramatic, but one dramatic. yeah, but one twenty six would almost be considered normal for someone who is seventy. So that's really great. That's right. Yeah, and and but to be honest with you, now see again, I don't know what you, your perspective is on this. You know, my mm-hmm. own is is a little different. Uh, you know, not having gone to medical school, having been self taught, and working with people that we see feeling and functioning amazingly well consistently. I I now believe that optimal systolic pressure is between ninety and one ten. And with yeah. most people, we actually get it down to 110 or below. In his case, it was still a little bit high. But but over well, time, if yeah. he continued on the program that I gave him, his blood pressure would have continued down. Yeah, and I agree. And I, and I want to say this right now because uh, I think I'm in the great class here because my blood pressure is normally 110 over 64. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that is, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I believe, I, so I have a formula that I've devised over the last 20 years or so. I believe that the optimal at 110, it should be 110 over uh, 63, and you're at 64. Whoa. That's pretty, wow. darn, pretty darn close. Wow, man. Not I, bad. man. I get a gold star today for that one, Lauren. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, well, about well give, a, give us some more of the, you know, and, and, I, and I absolutely 100% agree with you. It is the stories that is the proof in the pudding, and in this case, the proof in the fasting. And please share with us more stories on how this the, the water fasting has brought miracles to people's lives. Well, let's look at another example: uh, type two diabetes, right? So, type two diabetes. This is, as again, as you know, and, and maybe some of your listeners mm-hmm. may not, but type two is insulin resistant. Diabetes. So these are people, it's, it's not that the pancreas isn't producing the insulin, it's that the body has become resistant to it somehow. It's over 90% correlated to obesity. So often we're looking at people that are just simply carrying too much weight around. That's a drag on the body for a number of reasons, and, and the body no longer is able to maintain blood sugar in a healthy range. Um, this is another condition that medicine often says will be medicated for the remainder of someone's life. Um, we've, we've seen about 80 type two diabetics over the years. We have 100% success. Every one of them completes their process with their blood sugar in a healthy range with no need for medication. Wow. That is amazing. And, and I think, you know, I, I think it's, it's so important. Again, I know you know this, but I'm, I'm not so sure that every one of your listeners may understand something. And while there are people listening no, undoubtedly, who are taking medications and who may may feel like those medications are helping and may in fact be being helped by the medications, uh, it's important to understand that medications are always potentially harmful and dangerous to the body. That's why they all carry side effects because there's toxicity involved. We're introducing 
chemical compounds to the body that shouldn't necessarily be there. And so anytime, you know, from my perspective, anytime we can take somebody off of medication and have them functioning perfectly well without it, that's a huge win. Oh, it's an absolute huge win because the big thing is it's going to extend their life. And I understand that, you know, there's medicines for life-saving purposes. I get all that. But like you said, you know, hypertension medication, when people are diagnosed with high blood pressure, they're going to be stuck on medication their whole life. I mean, I was talking to an expert right. who, who understands hypertension, and he was telling me, you know, do, there's four ways that a doctor needs to properly uh, test a patient to know exactly what their problem is because they don't need to be on medication their whole life. If it's extremely high... Sure, but it, you know, and then with what you're saying, we need we need to focus on understanding how powerful the human body. Is. The human body is not a weakling, and you know, no. Oh, and, right. it is so powerful in self healing. And so, what I want to do, what I want to ask you right now, and th- and this sometimes becomes a dangerous category for some people, but sure. it sure. shows the power. Of the human body and its uh, its its ability to self cleanse and self heal, and right. I've talked to people who, let's say, they've had they've had cancer, and right. the fasting, and I've seen some of the read some of the articles about water fasting having a such a dramatic effect, and like you said. It can help with yeah. getting rid of fibroids and tumors. Yeah. Can you maybe share with us maybe some of the things that or experiences you've had maybe in that area? With cancer? Yeah, sure. Yes. Sure. You know, yeah. in fact, in fact, I think I think it's important again to, you know, perhaps to shift the perspective when dealing when talking about cancer. And yeah. so let me let me start by by mentioning um, I hear from people all the time. I, I had somebody who was on one of my in one of my Facebook groups and he said, um, I was dealing with cancer. I had conventional treatments. Um, now I'm okay, right? They, they took care of it. I'm cancer-free. You know, and I think it's important to understand that, first of all, cancer cells form in the human body all the time, in everybody, right. so science yeah. says, right? And yes. so what differentiates the 50% of people who wind up with, with you know, the big C from those people who don't wind up with the problem with this, even though we all have these cells, is that... In those of us who, who don't have cancer, the body is able, the body's immune function is able to destroy these rogue cells as they form. And so we never develop a problem, right? right. So when we talk about the body getting, being able to get rid of tumors, let, let's first of all start by, by acknowledging the fact that this is happening every single day in most human bodies throughout, throughout our lives. The body is destroying these cells as they form right before it becomes a problem. So it may sound crazy, but in fact, we already know for a fact this is happening. The body is capable of doing this. The, the difficulty is once it's already developed into, uh, you know, become a problem, now, no question, it's harder to do. And this is why it rarely happens while someone's eating, because when someone's eating and living their normal life, this is where most of their energy is going. It's going to processing food and to doing everything they normally do. When we stop eating and we're conserving a huge percentage, some people say it's over 50% of the, of the average person's daily energy goes into processing their food. We stop doing that. 
we rest as completely as possible. We take in the water we need, but not more than that, you know, et cetera. And what happens is the body has the ability to go do that. And so we see this happening on a regular basis. Now, I want to be clear that it doesn't happen all the time. In other words, there are people sometimes who it's advanced so far, it, mm. it's going to be very difficult. I, I'm actually working with a young man now. I work with people here at my uh, location in Costa Rica where we have space for about 35 people at a time to, to fast with us. And I also work with people via Skype who can't get here. So I'm working right now with a young man. And he wrote to me about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and said, Lauren, he said, I'm a huge fan. I've been following your YouTube channel for years. I've watched all your videos. I'm now wishing I had been following your advice. I never did. Um, I'm, I've been diagnosed with stage four cancer. They've told me I've got two or three weeks to live. They oh. told me to go home and have a good time because there's nothing they can do for me. And he said, you know, I, I'd like you to fast me. Are you willing to do that? And I got back to him and said, look, this is a challenging situation. And, you know, it's not impossible, but it, it's, it's going to be challenging. And if you're willing to go through it, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. You know, I can't, there's no promises. We don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, the earlier cancer is caught, uh, most people listening probably are aware cancer is, um, they talk about cancer in stages, stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. You know, by the time you get to stage four, it's often quite difficult. The earlier it is, the earlier the stage, the easier it is to deal with. Um, it's important. I think one more piece, I think, to, to fill in, let's come back to what does cause cancer, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, I believe that cancer is caused by toxicity in the body. And as I've already suggested, poor immune function, right? The reason we develop the disease because the, the cancer cells are forming because of toxicity and then poor immune function means we can't destroy them. So if we look at cancer treatments, conventional cancer treatments, uh, chemotherapy, radiation, even surgery, I mean, chemotherapy and radiation are both increasing the body's toxicity and destroying immune function, right? Reducing immune function. That means- That's right. It's, it's, and so we see, we've seen probably 50 women over the years with breast cancer in 23 years, 23 and a half years, about 50, maybe 60. Most of them are women who'd already had breast cancer and uh, had a lumpectomy, had a mastectomy, um, you know, had, had chemotherapy, radiation, whatever it was, and were given a clean bill of health. We're told they were perfectly healthy. And then what happened is, Three to five years later, they were diagnosed with cancer on the other side. And, or if they still had the, the first breast, it could have been on the same side. They were surprised. And, you know, unfortunately, this is because there's a widespread misunderstanding. Most people think that if you remove the tumor, you're fine. But the tumor is a symptom of the problem. It's not the problem itself. The problem was toxicity and poor immune function. And the conventional cancer treatment tends to make both of those things worse not better. And so That's in almost right. every case, it's going to come back with conventional treatment. This is why, you know, breast cancer is actually one of the most successful ones. And it's not that high a rate of success. Uh, with some others, it's, it's much worse. I had a client contact me several years ago, and he said, um, I was diagnosed with, diagnosed with colon cancer, they removed my entire colon, it had already spread to my lymphatic system. They're telling me now that I need chemotherapy for three years. And that uh, it, this is in Canada, where apparently, depending on the exact situation, the patient has to pay for part of it. They said it's going to cost $300,000 over three years. And there was a 3% survival rate. 
three percent. Three percent. In fact, they didn't tell him that. He had to do his own research to determine that's almost, that. That's um, almost as low as pancreatic cancer, and that's one percent. That's right. Yeah. And so he said, you know, the doctor said, this is what you need to do. And he said, yeah, I'm going to go back to Costa Rica and fast again. And um, he, the, the, unfortunately, he did wind up dying, but he lived two years. They told him he was going to live weeks and he fasted. And, and he, in fact, I frankly, I believe he could have lived much longer, but he continued to make poor choices. He went home and would go back to eating the same stuff he was eating before. Well, well, let's do this real quick because with, and of course we're calling it fasting, and ladies and gentlemen, when we say fasting, we're going to talk about water fasting. Um, right. How long is a water fast? How long can the body sustain itself just on water? Right. Yeah, great questions. So first of all, I mean, a water fast can be can be one day. You cannot eat one day and drink water, and it can be much longer than that. How much water? Well, you know, how much water varies from person to person. Now, what we do here is quite different than what happens anywhere else. And that's because I've become uh, very, very uh, acquainted with the reality of dehydration. We've started measuring our clients' hydration levels, something no other fasting center does, 14, 15 years ago, and we're shocked to find that virtually everyone was significantly dehydrated. And, you know, if we had more time, I could explain exactly why that is. But the result of that, you know, if you want to now, I don't know if you if you came across something, um, a study published in Denmark a few years ago said that it's typical for people to carry between five and 10 kilos, 11 to 22 pounds of old hard waste in their digestive tract. And I know that doctors are taught in medical school that doesn't happen. The system's empty. And of course, uh, colonoscopies show that the colon is usually pretty clean. I believe that the stuff gets stuck in the small intestine. And this gentleman who had his colon removed fasted with me twice for six weeks after having his colon removed. Every single day, there was old hard material moving from the small intestine into the bag, right? You know that he had an wow. ileostomy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people who have had an ileostomy. Wow, that is amazing. Every single day. So there's, I mean, there's no question this is where the stuff can be. In his case, it was. And that this is a problem. So what I found is that in order to remove that stuff, people have to drink enough water. And that usually, for most people, that's between four and six liters a day. Okay? Oh, okay. Okay. Now, now this, is, this, is, this is scary for some people. There are people who believe that that's dangerous, it's too much. In fact, what I believe is, is true is that, first of all, I mean, science says that two healthy kidneys can process up to a liter an hour. Now, I don't encourage everyone, anyone to ever drink anywhere near that much. I usually encourage people to drink no more than 500 milliliters, which is just, just over 16 ounces uh, for the Americans, um, 16 ounces per hour. But okay. here's the key thing. It has to be sipped slowly over the course of the hour. You cannot drink this quickly because when we drink water, it quickly winds up in the bloodstream. And if we take it in too quickly, we can literally kill ourselves by diluting our electrolytes. So, to, to, and you know, it's one thing I mean, you've probably had the experience of coming in on a hot day. You have some hot days in Texas, you already told mm -hmm. us. Um, sure. That's most of the year, I think, right? Uh, so, <laughs> well, you know, almost, not quite, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm sure there have been times where you're, you're tempted to down a whole glass of water. When you're not fasting, I would suggest that's never a good idea. But it's not really that dangerous when you're not fasting because if you're eating three to five times a day, as most people do, you're replacing your electrolytes every time you eat. When you're going long enough periods without, without eating, we haven't talked about 
uh, how long yet. But when you're going long enough periods without eating, then you have to be really cautious because if we flush the electrolytes out, we don't have a means of getting them back in there. Okay, we don't, I mean, we could go get electrolytes, you know, get an IV, but ideally that, that in a sense is breaking the fast. It's not really what we want to do. Okay, so we want to, we want to leave the body alone. We just want to be sure we're not drinking too quickly. So right. for the average person, it's between four and six liters a day. Some people more, every once in a while less. We do this by properly interpreting their daily vital signs. Again, this is something I've actually uh, figured out myself about 20 years ago, the relationship between blood pressure pulse pressure, pulse temperature, and, um, and level of hydration, level of blood volume. So we, we can monitor it pretty well that way. And coming back to your first question, how long? Yeah. This may be shocking. So if you're listening, I hope you're sitting down. Um, <laughs> the average person that we fast goes 26 days without consuming anything. But every year, I fast 10 to 12 people or more for six weeks or longer. And the average person has between six and eight weeks worth of reserves, which means if done properly, could fast at least six weeks with no problem. Oh In my fact, goodness. my longest client fast, believe it or not, mm-hmm. was four and a half months. This wow. was a young man coming back, coming back to an earlier question. This, you know, this was a guy who was wealthy in nutrient reserves. Okay, mm-hmm. Body fat is how we store calories. For times where there's no food in nature, because that happens sometimes, yeah. floods, fires, droughts, etc. So that's why we store fat. This guy had a lot of reserves. He was morbidly obese. He was around yeah. five, five, six, or five, seven, weighed 250 pounds. Okay. So he, he was going to go six weeks. He went six weeks. He felt like he could keep going, told me he was going to do it with or without me, but wanted my help. And I, I kept guiding. And at four and a half months, 18 and a half weeks, and I said to him, I think that's long enough. And he agreed to break his fast. But he started out with stage four cancer. It started in the testicles, stage four. By the time he was done, there was no trace of cancer. Wow. You know, and that's those are the things that I have heard. And Lauren, you know, we're we're out of time, but I have to say this. I would love to have you come back on the show so you so we can discuss this even more because this is so important. This is something that I know a lot of people don't hear about. It's not talked about. Uh, you know, when, right. when people think about water fasting, I mean, when, when people think about, Oh, you know, Jesus fasted for 40 days and that's just like, Oh my God. And I've heard people, you know, fast for 40 days, but water fasting is a whole different animal is what I, I, I guess that's, that's the only right. way I can say it. It's a whole different animal yeah. when it comes to fasting. It's, you know, like we start, you know, we talk juice fasting and all these t- types of things or, you know, fasting, you know, for one part of the day or just a day. But we need to know more about this because the body is such a remarkable uh, creation and it's so strong. So ladies and gentlemen, I mean, and I'm, and I'm extending this and I want to, I want to talk to your contact person, Lauren, we're going to set up a, a part two because we need to, con- we need to continue this because it's so vitally important, but r- real quick right now, how can, how can all of my listeners, uh, get in contact with you or learn more about you? Well, sure. Um, first of all, I've got a YouTube channel. It's, it's just my name. Go to YouTube slash Lauren Lockman. There's uh, 530 or so videos there. There's a ton of information. We have a, uh, a program we offer. Um, but let me make a special offer to your listeners, if that's okay with you. Sure, please. Okay. So we have an ebook that sells for, for $29.95, and it is about optimizing your diet. 
And because you know, no matter what, whether you fast or don't fast, this is something everyone, everyone's eating, everyone can make improvements, whether you do the whole thing or just, you know, part of it's up to you. But this is something I'm going to give to every one of your listeners who writes to us and asks for it. Okay, so all you have to do is write to us at info, I-N-F-O, at tanglewoodwellnesscenter.com and just say uh, free ebook, Dr. Bond Show, and we'll be glad to get that off to you. Oh, fantastic. And thank you so much, uh, Lauren, for blessing all of my viewers uh, with that amazing ebook. And ladies and gentlemen, please go online, go to YouTube and check out Lauren Lockman. You are going to learn more than you could have ever imagined and your health will thank you for it. So ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page here at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. If I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds, rate the show with a great five-star review on iTunes. Thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And now you can download our show on Spotify and, of course, every streaming service known to man. Just look up Dr. Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. You can learn more about me and my daily television show, The Dr. Ward Bond Show, at drwardbond.com. Thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.